Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Embarrassing. There's no other way to say it. What an absolutely gutless performance other than De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis. Where the hell's Keegan Murray again? All right? Why even show up? Kevin Herter, why even show up? I mean, it's unbelievable. Bench did nothing. Nothing. The Blazers were without Shaden Sharp and DeAndre Ayton. They scored 130 points. They won for the fourth time all year at home. Digest that for a minute. The Blazers were 7-21 and coming in and 3-10 and at home. And they score 130 points against this Matador defense, Sacramento Kings. Soft, soft, soft. Embarrassing. Ryan and Sacktown, I said this at halftime. I predicted the Kings to win. But I said if they didn't, it would be the worst loss of the season. This is the worst loss of the season. It's not the worst loss of the season. Here's why. The Kings had three days rest heading into Houston, and they got the brakes blown off of them. And I I get that Houston team is a better team. They didn't have Fox. But this, they didn't have Fox still. That one, that one exposed the Kings' liabilities and showed us what this team may have to deal with at times. Okay. I don't like to make too much out of one game, but I'm seeing too many of these games. All right. I'm seeing too many of these type of games where good teams don't lose like this, this often by this margin of score. Like, you know, good teams will go on the road and lose a game like this 118 to 116, 115 to 114. You know what, Ryan? This team had to go on a 10 0 run at the end of the half to get it to a seven point game. Then they come out in the third quarter and they allow 37 points, all right? They allow 37 points when that's supposed to be their quarter to take charge of the game. Uh Uh-uh. They let the Blazers come out and do whatever they want. Grant, it's, it's argued who is the leader of this Kings team. I think one thing that is not argued is there is not a vocal leader on this team defensively specifically there's not that one guy that's getting the guys going that you can count on and the liability on the perimeter shows especially when you have guys that are not defenders trying to step up and it just goes downhill from there grant i mean last year grant we were on a climb and at the top of the mountain was the playoffs yeah this year we're on a bumpy old wooden roller coaster yeah It's a great way of saying it. It's a great way of saying it. There's no rhythm to this team this year. No. Right? There's no rhythm. I always use the word consistency, but I'm going to change that word, and I'm going to talk about rhythm. This team has no rhythm. None. And and I'm tired of talking about Keegan Murray's bad games. And I'm not giving Herder a pass or Barnes, but I'm pointing at Murray because he was supposed to be the third guy of the big three, right? He was going to be the guy that would develop and be able to be that guy. There were too many games when Keegan Murray is invisible, invisible, doing nothing, nothing, nothing. He played 36 minutes tonight, was two of 11, and only had four rebounds. How do you play 36 minutes at the forward position and only have four rebounds? Are you kidding me? Like, 
All right, so if the shot's not falling, that's one thing. But, I mean, give me a freaking break here. Well, Grant, I, I think it goes to the flow of this team. You can't expect somebody like Keegan to get into a mode and pick this team up when he's touching the ball every couple possessions. You can't expect him to crash the boards and get a double-double when predominantly he's around the three-point line when the ball is shot. So it really is showing or exposing to everybody, including the fan base, that this team is constructed of a lot of finishers and not enough starters. And the problem with that is the finishers, the herders, the Keegan Murrays, they're not finishing. The Trey Lyles didn't even take a shot tonight, Grant. In 14 minutes, he didn't even take a shot. Think about that for a minute. All right? The bench did absolutely nothing in this game. Nothing. Nothing. They were basically seven points for Monk, four points for McGee, four points for Duarte, two points for Mitchell. Vizankov didn't score in nine minutes. Missed all three of his threes. I mean, we can just go on and on. There were only two guys that showed up tonight for the Sacramento Kings. Two. De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis. That's it. And, and De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis are not enough to carry no. you to that next step in this team's journey. Grant, you mentioned the bench and the lack of production. We talk about the Kings net rating overall as a team. Well, in the NBA, the Kings bench is 18th in the NBA in net rating. And this Boy. is a year we're talking about the team being deeper than ever, right? This was, Grant, scary enough. You want to say the worst loss of the season? This was the first night the entire team was healthy. Yeah. Well, they didn't look it. Thank you very much for the uh, donation, Charles. Uh, it says, I agree, Grant. Uh, I'm pissed at Murray more than anyone, but it's what? more related to my fantasy league. That's why I do not play. Uh, you're not trading for Dylan Brooks. First of all, he's probably not available. All right. Uh, here we go again. You know, our starters got blown out by the Blazers bench. We can go on and on with all. Listen, I'm seeing all the messages, and they're, they're all right. I can't really disagree with them. I really can't disagree with them. Man. But it just it takes us to what's the next step, right? I mean, the Kings are now the best win on the schedule for the Portland Trail Blazers this right. season, easily. Um, before, it was probably Phoenix, if you want to nitpick. But now they go into a team against Atlanta, right? On a really funky road trip. And yep. an Atlanta team that Very can funky. be up and down. You, yep. You're going to see Bogey again, who just had 22 points tonight. Yep. It, it's And then you see Memphis, Grant. John Morant, player of the week in the NBA, Western Conference. They're humming and rolling at the right time. And so as we pass the third mark of this season, what is this team? And I don't know. is there even a piece that fixes this team? And where do you even start? And, you know, Memphis has Denver and the Clippers coming up before they play Sacramento. So that's going to be interesting for them. You talk about Atlanta. They're really disappointing. They're 12 and 18, and they have only four wins at home. But guess what? The Portland Trailblazers only had three wins at home, and they kicked your ass tonight. So, Amen. You know, um, I, all I can do is shake my head. I mean, I'd love to sit here and tell you I'm not making excuses. This was a embarrassing loss for the Sacramento Kings. And it once again, to me, exhibits some red flags. And here's the other deal. We're now entering – we're almost in the 2024. The Kings, okay – after tonight's game, once again, 
have a negative point differential of the top eight teams in the Western Conference, the Sacramento Kings are the only team with a negative point differential in the Western Conference, okay? No one else. No one else is even close to zero. Yeah, exactly. Minus 0. 0.5. And that's that's the scary part about this team, and that's why it's worrisome about where they're going to make this up. But at this point, I think it's fair. You don't like this argument, but I'm going here. There's an element of coaching that needs to be addressed with Mike Brown as well. And I get players have to show up and you can't have what you got from Keegan tonight, but something is different about, it feels like the system all of a sudden grant doesn't fit these players. Okay. Let's get into that. By the way, with those numbers, I gave you the Kings went from fourth to sixth in the West tonight. Okay. How could the system not fit the players when you, for all intents and purposes, have the same players that you had last year and you won 48 games. That's what's absolutely perplexing. So, I mean, many times last year and even coming into this year, the question was asked, well, how good of this or how good would that Kings team last year have been against this year's NBA or a healthy NBA? Maybe we're partially getting the answer to that. But, yeah, perplexed. Well, you're now teetering on an awful road trip, okay? Because this was supposed to be the game that you were supposed to win with two very winnable games coming after that. Now, all of a sudden, you are facing a two-game losing streak going across the country to play a team that, again, you should beat, and then a team that's red hot right now in Memphis. You could still come home two and one and you could say, all right, you know, you lost to Portland, but it was still a good road trip. I'm okay with that. All right. If you tell me that the Kings are going to win against the land against Memphis, I will call it a good road trip. If you lose one of these next two games, it's not a good road trip. Just the way it is not losing to Portland and then splitting the other two. It's not a good road trip. I don't think two and one makes me feel any better about this road trip. Why? Because of what happened tonight. And it's simply because if I'm going to look at the long-term picture with this team and assume that they're going to make the playoffs, this team's not going very far in the playoffs, Grant. You don't know what team's going to show up on a nightly basis. So great, you show up in Memphis, you perform. You show up, you beat Atlanta, you should beat Atlanta. But we see another prototypical Kings massive blowout tonight. Yeah. So there's a yeah. massive problem here. And you got the Clippers in Charlotte playing right now in L.A., tied at 93. So if the Clippers do lose that game, the Kings would jump ahead of them in the standings. But, uh, again, we'll keep you up to date on that score. Here's the bottom line, all right? This is not – this season's not new anymore, okay? This season's not new anymore. You're almost to 2024, and the game that's going to be played in Atlanta – Next will be the 30th game of the season. So you're it's not this not a young season anymore. Right. This team is what they are. They're wildly inconsistent, which begs the question as we turn the calendar in a couple of days to 2024. Does this team need a big time shakeup by Monty McNair that does not include the names of De'Aaron Fox and Demonis Sabonis? No. Okay. No, they don't. And and here's why. They don't need a big-time shakeup because this isn't a championship team yet. What they need is a shakeup that helps this team take the next step. Now, if they overachieve there, 
then they're ahead of schedule, right? But if you try to make a big splash for the sense of making a big splash and bring in a Zach Levine, you are now hand tying the organization to a lot of money. And you are saying, this is the guy that is going to take the team, not just this year, but in the future over the top. Well, it's, um, it's always, you know, every season's got bumps and, and hills and you get peaks and you get, you know, you go up and down. I just, we want to compare this year's team to last year's team because you have the same coaching staff and you have pretty much the same players. But last year's team just felt so much better than this year's team. Like this time last year, I had a feeling that I knew which Kings team was going to show up from night to night for the most part. There were there were glitches along the way. Right now, I don't know which Kings team is going to show up from game to game. I really don't. And I don't know, you know, other than Fox and Sabonis, who's going to step up. I mean, what happens if the Kings go to Atlanta and Trey Young outplays the Aaron Fox and Fox doesn't have a good game? I'm just hypothetically. Who, who's, who's going to be the guy that picks up for Fox? Who's going to be that guy? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Mike Brown really knows either, yeah. Grant, at this point. And I think that's, again, the concerning thing about this team. All right. So uh, the final score tonight, uh, Sacramento, they, they're not even in the game. Not even in the game. They lose 130 Grant, to 113. Grant, you're talking about the feel of this team. I want to be careful how I say this because I think this team loves basketball, but this team doesn't appear to love playing basketball together as much as last year's team. I agree. Appeared to love playing basketball. I agree together. with you. I, it's, it appears that way to me too. That That's what I keep saying to you uh, uh, on these shows. I, I keep on saying to you, something's missing here. You know, I keep on saying that there's just something that's off, right? It's off. Yeah. So, yep. Oh, Wow. Uh, I, I didn't expect this tonight, Ryan. I, I woke up no. this morning and I was thinking, all right, you know, start of a three-game trip, this is the one. Yeah. And then when I saw that DeAndre Ayton and Shaden Sharp weren't playing, I was like, oh, okay. You know, it almost seems yeah. like every time there's a key player or players out for the other team, the Kings lose. I mean, we saw it with the Boston Celtics came in with played an overtime game the night before, and then you find out that Jason Tatum's not playing and Al Horford's not playing, and they, they score 140 points. Yeah. You know? Yep. I guess the there's somebody in Vegas that knows something we don't. But, <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> but oh, yeah, God. it's it's almost like that like time to worry when you see a positive injury report in your favor. How about this? Grant, you are being very negative. Yeah, you think? Really? You're not being <laughs> negative about this? Kings need at least two all-star like players at the deadline. Come on, Lydia. Or we may just be a playing team. Lydia, stop it, would you please? Lids, and I would I would love a Bennett's New York steak in front of me right now with a side of spinach. But unfortunately, Lydia. because of the time of night and where I live, it's not happening. Lydia, how are you going to get two all-star players at the trade deadline that don't include the names to Aaron Fox and Sabonis? Thank you very much for the donation. You can criticize the coach of the year. The man gets paid a lot of money. He shouldn't get a free pass. No one's giving him a free pass. I'm not giving him a – are you giving him a free pass? I'm not. I mean, last year was last year. Last year doesn't mean anything. You know, there are a lot of coaches – and, I, again, understand what I'm getting ready to say here. I'm not saying that Mike Brown should be fired. There are a lot of coaches that have been fired the year after they won mm. Coach of the Year. That's not that much of an aberration. It really isn't. Mm. 
that's a good point. And yeah, I I agree. I don't think we're anywhere in that neighborhood, but the the system it's not setting up other guys right. the way it set up the guys last year. I'm going to tell you this. Like, Go ahead. Uh, can I, I want to finish it, one thought before we get to the system. Here's yeah, the one yeah. thing though that is the, the the wild card in all of this. You have an owner who is extremely meddling and does a lot of irrational things and irrational decisions. And that would always make me nervous if I'm Mike Brown. Now, he's got a guaranteed deal. But I'm just saying, okay, and I don't forecast this to happen. If this team were to collapse, and again, I'm not forecasting that. But if it did, all bets off. No doubt. I mean, we like you said, the history is there. Um this this team grant just feels like one of those teams that needs to coach brown needs to call the guys in on a weekend and they need to go back to the basics this offense so much is predicated around setting good screens it's not happening right you have to be able to shoot free throws at a high percentage the kings are 28th in the league at free throw percentage this season and it's not the other guys it's your two stars that are struggling from the line so it just feels like one of those closed door practices and do a manual reset. Anita, and we talk about this all the time, Anita. It seems like the Kings expected to win games based on their reputation and do not come out and do the game work to actually win the game. You're right. We we talk about that all too often. You always say this. Kings just seem to play to the level of their competition. Yeah, but here's the, here's the difference about this year, Grant. The Kings did it. They've done it for a while. Or it feels that way but they did it while shooting the three ball well. This team is not shooting the three ball well at all lately, and that's their bread and butter. Okay. What what did I just say before I made that comment? What, what, <laughs> what did I say for these idiots that only hear what they want to hear? What did I say? I am not I say? saying this in any way. Thank you. Idiots. <laughs> I'm not going to block you for being stupid, but don't text me anymore, okay? Unbelievable. Do you completely change the lineup, something that looks completely different? No, you don't completely change the lineup, but I wouldn't mind making a change to the lineup. Personally, I would not. The, the change that needs to be made, it's not to the starting lineup. The Kings have had great success this year with De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk on the court at the same time. Yep. They need to keep doing that more. I'm all for it. Um, but right now, you have two games left in 2023. And you're trending the wrong way right now. And I'm more concerned with how the team is playing than, yeah. the, than just the, the W and the L. Like, okay, yeah. I know the, the bottom line is you have the standings. And you either win or you lose. But I'm going to go back to that point differential. That I can't get that out of my mind because that is a very tell-telling. That's a very – it tells the story. Doesn't and, lie. And, and so, yeah, the Kings lost tonight. Okay. I'm more concerned with how they lost. Okay. I'm more concerned with how they lost against Minnesota. I'm more concerned about how they lost to Boston. Do you understand? Like, they're not competitive in these games. Yeah, they're not. And again, that's that's why and the players bear their responsibility. The coaches can't play for them, as we always say. But that's why I'm wondering why or what's going on and why a change needs to be made with their approach to the yeah. game, Grant. I mean, 
in your 32 years, yep. when do you see a basketball team that has a clear advantage? Like tonight, we saw in the first half in the paint. Advantage Kings. What do they do in the second half? The Blazers turn things around and blow them out in points in the paint. That's not just a one-night thing. That's a consistent thing. Okay, and what 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 are the Kings? The Kings are a three-point shooting team, right? Yeah. Three-point shooting teams don't score in the paint. They score from outside the arc, which is not dissimilar from a lot of other teams in the league. So Jerry, Jerry talks about this all the time. He would love to see the Kings get the ball to Harrison Barnes and let him post up a couple times and get some sure. get to the foul line and get to the basket. And we just don't ever see we, – we don't – again, I'm not saying that's going to change the, the fortunes of the team, but we don't see that, right? No, we, we rarely see that happen. And when we do see it, for the most part, it benefits the team. Yeah. Well, we can talk about three-point shooting all we want. I'm going to go back to the same issue – that this team has had for a couple of decades now. And when I mean a couple of decades, I'm talking about this decade in the last decade. Their defense is pathetic. They can't stop Mm -hmm. anybody. They can't stop dribble drive penetration. They can't play down on the post. They're soft. They, They really have a lack of toughness. And, I mean... How are you going to stop the other team? Look at the point totals the Kings are giving up. They stay they allowed 130 points tonight to a horrible team without two key players. And how about they the gave Wizards? Up 140 game? points against Boston without their leading scorer in Jason yep. Tatum. Okay. Didn't even play. They still scored 140 points. Yeah, and Sprink the Wizards right there on top of those two as well. Great they point. put up 131, I want to say. Yes. That's correct. So no, you're you're spot on. It, it's it, Grant. the The problem is this defense is predicated around taking charges. So that tells you this coaching staff knows they have an issue with the personnel either running the defensive system they want to run or the personnel not being able to defend. All right, you were talking about you would love a big steak and a, what was the side you want? Oh, little uh, sautéed spinach, too. Oh, I love the sautéed spinach that comes with the redfish. It's great. Don't forget about Bennett's. Uh, their new location is the Westside Grill in Rockland, but they have a location in Sacramento, and they have a location in Roseville. Just go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. Check out the menu. Make a reservation. 60 different types of wine available by the glass. I would love a New York steak right now. A prime New York from Bennett's would mm. be perfect with a nice glass of red wine. Oh, do it. Bennett's. Mm. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. No champagne tonight because there's nothing to celebrate if you're a Kings fan. So no champagne. Nope. You ordered a mid-rare steak at a bad restaurant and it came out well done. Sorry. <laughs> Should have gone to Bennett's. Should have gone to Bennett's. 60 oh. glasses of uh, wine by the glass. Oh, my gosh. Uh, by the way, the uh, Clippers with 214 left are on top of Charlotte 106 to 100. So we'll keep you glued on that score. Again, two games coming up on this road trip. Atlanta followed by a New Year's Eve game against Memphis. Mm. I can't tell you how That's many times. In 32, I, I can't begin to tell you how many times in 32 years I was on that damn Kings charter when the clock struck midnight on New Year's Eve. I mean, so many Oh, yeah? Times. Oh, 
so many times. So many times you would take off in a year and land in the next year. I can't even. It just seems like the Kings are on the road every single New Year's Eve playing somewhere. And did, did, oh. did you ever get a double New Year's where where you crossed over no. the Eastern? Nope. And the, okay. Nope. Never had that happen. Nope. That's pretty I've cool. So what's it? But it never never happened. What What's a New Year's celebration look like? On a king's chartered flight, nothing. Everyone's sleeping. Nothing. Uh, the lights are out, and no one's even. No one says anything. No one's aware of it, and it's not a big deal. No one even makes it, the flight attendant, pilot. No one even acknowledges it. Yeah, very cool. You know, the yeah. worst about New Year's is the coworkers that always say "see you next year" right before like the Christmas break. <laughs> you know, like, it's just the most cheesy one. See you uh, next year, guys. Man. <laughs> Lydia said, got to pick my steak out in the front window and cooked it to uh, perfection. Yeah, that's what's great. Nice. You, can buy your, you can buy your steaks right there. It's right there. When you walk in, they got the fresh cut of beef right there, and you pick out what you want, take it home, and grill it. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. And bring your appetite, too. We never or we rarely talk about the portion sizes. You don't leave hungry. You do uh, not. No. No. Uh, thank you very much. Steak from Bennett sounds delicious, but with this loss, no wine either. I'm thinking more 10 cans of extremely cheap beer to drown this out. They don't have cheap beer at Bennett's. Uh, by that, I mean they only got high-quality stuff. So you, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to find what you're looking for. You can get a great steak. You're not going to get a cheap steak. The, the, prime, the prime steak's there, prime cut. You know what I mean? So uh -uh. you need to go to like, uh, well, I don't want to name the restaurant because I don't want to offend anybody. But what you're right. looking for <laughs> would not be Bennett, okay? <laughs> there, you know, though, just like there's prime cuts of steak, there's prime yeah. prime other things. That's exactly right. All right. Hey, uh, I hope you don't have any problems with your plumbing. But if you do, I want you to keep New Works Plumbing in mind. And maybe right now there's no issues, but maybe next week, next month, and you're like, oh, what was the name of that company that Napes keeps on talking about? Well, the company is New Works Plumbing. Uh, SackServicePlumbing.com or NewWorksPlumbing.com will get you to what you need. And the phone number is right there. So you can jot that down and save it for whenever you need anything from New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. They're awesome. They're available 24-7. That's NewWorksPlumbing.com or SackService plumbing.com there's there's not a lot to talk about in a positive way let's do talk about a positive how about the Aaron Fox how great was he quietly approaching tying his career high tonight I mean yeah. just special I mean it, Grant if you if Aaron had a bigger personality and wasn't as quiet and just really you know to himself off the court as much as it seems he would be everywhere with this league in terms of promotion and, you know, right behind getting the rocket on him to become, you know, he's a family man. Uh, he and his wife have, you know, uh, a young son and, you know, he's, he's, he's either with his family or he's in the gym. And I, I mm -hmm. respect the heck out of him for that. I really do. Mm -hmm. His, his quickness on defense. And it's funny that you can say a guy as quick as he can, can improve there. His hands defensively with the tip balls and the steals this year yeah. have been, Incredible. Yeah, the only and again, I'm nitpicking here. Okay, the guy played 38 minutes. He only had four assists, but that's because nobody on his team could make a shot. He did turn the right. ball over five times, and I know De'Aaron, 
And I know that's eating him up that he turned the ball over five times. He takes great pride in that aspect of his game. But I mean, when you score 43 points on 26 shots, that's big time. You know, that's big time. Yeah, it, Grant, he can, like I said, I think he's probably the number one guy at getting to the rim from a guard position in Kings history. And now, yeah. actually, franchise history, he's ninth overall in assist. Um, but Kings history in Sacramento, number one. All right, 130 to 113, the final. And uh, I don't I don't have a lot to add to this, but I do want to tell you about ColusaSunrise.com. This beautiful development from Blazona development in Calusa, Sunrise Landing. Six models to choose from. No Melaroos, no homeowners. The first phase sold out. And I'm looking forward to hearing from the individual that was down there on the home tour on Christmas Eve. But it's Sunrise Landing. And if you go to ColusaSunrise.com, you can check out all the information. You can make an appointment. You can go look at uh, all of the different models. It's all there for you at Sunrise Landing from Blazona Development. 130 to 113. You know, the Kings uh, get shellacked tonight. They get absolutely steamrolled. They do indeed. You know, the one positive tonight is all of you out there that are watching us. You guys have been awesome. 2,600 miles to go to Bennett's. What an incredible thing. And now tours. On Christmas Eve for Sunrise Landing, best group of fans in the NBA. Pretty good. Very good. Absolutely. Very good. No question about that. A lot of people want Kevin Herter benched. I'd be fine with that. I, I'd be fine with starting Malink Monk for a while. I'd be absolutely fine with that. Really? Yep. That, that I would. Would, you just said it. Okay. You just, you just told me you want to see Fox and Monk on the floor uh, a lot more together. Well, let's try it because what? Why not? What do you have to lose right now? The, you have you have a lot to lose. You have nothing off the bench, Grant. You, well, you, you don't saw have without. But you, you saw what happened. You, but you're getting nothing from your two guard. Your your starting two guard is doing nothing. He played 22 minutes tonight and had five freaking points. All right. Monk played 19 minutes tonight. He didn't shoot the ball well, but I'll take my chances with Monk on the floor over Kevin Herter right now. I say shake it up. Throw in, if you're going to shake it up, throw in Keon Ellis, throw in Kessler Edwards. At the very least, we know Kessler can put out what Kevin's done on many of his low output nights, and we know the defense will be much better. And then you still have a spark with Malik off the bench. The Kings... This bench struggle really started with this foot injury with Malik. He had one good game. Yeah. He slowed down. And then the game he was out, you could see there was no playmaking besides De'Aaron Fox. Okay. So I don't want to see Duarte in the starting lineup. Been there, done that. No. Uh, to me, Edwards is just not a starter. He's just not. Why? I, I, What's that line? For you, looking at somebody that draws it between a starter and a bench guy. Consistency. I need mm -hmm. my starters he to be consistent. And that's the problem I have with three of the King starters. And I talk about this all the time. I tell you that I have a problem with Barnes, Murray, and Herter's inconsistency. Go look at all the starting fives of the King's opponents that are ahead of them in the standings or right below them in the standings. Look at all their starters. You're not going to find on those teams three starters 
that have played as inconsistently as the King starters. And that's the issue that I have. Now, I'm not expecting them to be five all-stars. That's not what I'm that's not what I'm saying here. But right. Mike Brown right now has no idea what he's going to get from Barnes, Murray, or Herter from night to night. He knows what he's going to get from Fox. He knows what he's going to get from Sabonis and Monk on most nights. Now, I don't care who you are. You're going to have a bad night. Even Steph Curry will have an off night. Malik Monk mm -hmm. is, okay. you know, I may, maybe the foot is an issue, and I think you make a good point. But most of the games this year, you can count on Monk. You tell me, against Atlanta, do you know how Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray, and Kevin Herter are going to play? I don't, but I know how Fox is going to play, and I know how Sabonis is going to play. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. Yeah, no, and I, I think that's why, for me, the argument there is you throw in a guy like a Kessler Edwards, you throw in a Keon Ellis, and you see what happens because you still, again, have that backup with Malik. But here's the question, because we're talking about inconsistencies with these three players. For the most part, people seem to think Keegan is off limits. He He's staying in Sacramento, won't be parts of trades. But if you could upgrade one of those two positions between Kevin Herter and Harrison Barnes, which is more important? I, I he's not off my right. He's not off my list. In other words, uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't what disagree. I mean, what I mean by that, he's on my list of uh, if you want him, make me an offer. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah. Fox is Fox, Fox and Sabonis are the only two guys I'm not trading. Now, if you called me up and made me, uh, if you said, "Hey, I'll give you Jason Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown," I'm like, "Okay, I'll drive him to the airport." But you know, yeah. Again, what I'm or if you you call up and say, "I'll give you, uh, you know, the Greek freak," and you give me Keegan, okay. I'll I'll charter the aircraft myself. You know what I mean? Like right. there's certain, right. but you got to be right. realistic. Those deals aren't happening. But yeah, I I would have him available absolutely. So uh, yeah, and I agree with you a hundred percent. But out of Harrison Barnes and Kevin Herter, if you had the opportunity to upgrade the two or the three in this Kings starting lineup, whether that's on the team or more specifically outside the team, which is more important? I'm upgrading the two. Because you win and lose, Why? because you win and lose in the NBA with your guards, and uh, Harrison Barnes does so many things for this team that the fans don't even see. So if you were, if you gave me an ultimatum, I'm getting another two guard as opposed to getting uh, Barnes in a trade, because I I know what he does for the team off the floor, and it's not like he doesn't contribute. I know he 
gets overshadowed by Sabonis and, and Fox, and we get all of that. But if you're asking me, it is a guard-oriented league. It's not a forward-oriented league anymore. It's a guard-oriented league. I need good guards. I have an all-star. I have one of the very mm -hmm. best. But I need a guy next to him that can pour in 20 every night. Yeah, it, but you need a certain type of two-guard to play alongside with De'Aaron Fox. You need a guy that doesn't need the ball at time. I mean, I, let's let's be wild. I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw a name out really quick. What about take the money out of it? A Clay Thompson type, who's still a little bit on the decline, right? But in terms of setting and shooting, and you think about him playing off Sabonis, I feel like something like that. Okay, could well, help you, him there. you he's only it would be for this year and this year only because I think you know his window right. is rapidly closing. Okay, correct. correct. So. If you you if you're going to make a deal like that, you'd have to ask yourself: Does that make us a championship caliber team? And in my opinion, no. So what you would have to give up to get him, it's almost like Clay Thompson. He, for lack of a better term, would be a rental. He would be a rental unless he he is agreed or on the same page that his roles change, meaning his money might be slightly less or you know comparable to his output right yep. now. But I, I guess just a guard like that that can play off somebody because Steph, in some ways, with his creativity, is the same as De'Aaron. De'Aaron's so creative yeah. with his steps and the way he can get open. So I don't know. It's tough, Grant. It is tough. Hey, uh, if you have not yet subscribed to the channel, please subscribe. We would greatly appreciate it. It would make uh, our holiday season even better. So uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and also uh, give us a thumbs up. And we have thousands of people that watch via X. And again, we're live on YouTube, so you can check us out there if you want. So we have people that watch on YouTube. We have thousands of people that watch every night on X. We appreciate you being there. And again, if you can get a chance to go to the YouTube channel, if you don't like that with Grant Napier and subscribe, uh, it would greatly appreciate me and Ryan. So thank you very much. All right. Um, I don't have anything else to say. Do you have any final thoughts? No, I think that's it for me. You gotta, you gotta get back on the horse and get ready to go back at it with Atlanta and hopefully get a big win heading into Memphis, Napes. Yeah, um, I mean, out of these next two games, based on what we've seen with John Moran, who's the reigning Western Conference Player of the Week, it looks like Memphis. We're gonna know a little bit more about Memphis in the next couple of games because they play. You ready for this? They play Denver, and then they play the Clippers on Friday before they mm -hmm. play Sacramento. So we're going to not, you know, they just beat New Orleans again. That's they beat New Orleans twice in 10 days in New Orleans. Both come from behind victories. Yeah. Very impressive, especially considering the Kings struggles against New Orleans. So the yep. fact that Memphis was able to pull that off, but all comes down to garden jaw. Unbelievable. Uh, the final is in the Clippers do beat the Hornets one thirteen to one Oh four. So they win and uh, they stay ahead of Sacramento in the West at 18 and 12. So the Kings are sixth. Here's your standings. Minnesota, Denver, Oklahoma City, the Clippers in Dallas, 18 and 12, and the Kings are behind them at 17 and 12 with Atlanta and Memphis to come. Buddy, appreciate you. Uh, enjoy the rest of the night, if it's possible, after watching that game. And we'll talk to you for the Kings and the Hawks. And don't forget Sean Salisbury tomorrow. I have not yet confirmed Jerry Reynolds. He may be up in Tahoe and unavailable to do it, but 
if Jerry can do his normal show, that would be an hour after Sean. So we would go Sean Salisbury at three and Jerry at four. Just follow us on social media. You see our X accounts, Twitter, and you'll know about it. Or if you subscribe to the channel, you'll know about it because you'll get notified. All right. There you go. Subscribe, please. And hey, don't forget to go check out the merch, Grant. Yeah, that's right. Go check out the merch. And if you go to my website, uh, if you don't like that.com, all right, here it is. If you don't like that.com, just click on shop and it will take you right to the link. You click on the link and you can look at, look at all of the new merch. If you don't like that.com, you can always go to grantneepier.com. But, and also all of my works on there, everything that we do, you can uh, listen at your leisure, my rants, podcasts, and everything else. It's right there on my website. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. Not a good way to start the road trip. We'll see what happens next in Atlanta. Have a good night, everybody.